What's up, girls, gays, and nays? Welcome to The Thought Topic, a comedy podcast about surviving your 20s. And honestly, I think we all really could use some help. It's me, Christian, your thought therapist, if you will, here to help guide you best in my thoughty knowledge on how to figure out this life shit. So sit back, relax, and let's fucking get it, shall we? Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Thought Topic. I'm your host, Christian Sanchez. And this week, we're just going to have solo vibes. Um, So this episode, I'm sure you can guess based on the title, is all about your flop era. So in order to bop, first you must flop. So we're going to talk about what it means to flop and how we can kind of grow from that, I think. So it'll be fun. We'll get into it. But first, I just have a couple announcements I want to talk about. So... Uh, Next week, I have a really special episode planned. I was going to launch it this week, but there's just so much content to sift through and it's going to be my first full length video on that topic. So I really just want to make it special and amazing. Um, But next week, I'm going to have a really special guest who is a psychic medium. So it's all about that. And um, her name is Annie. So Annie is a psychic that me and Diani have both seen before. So with the promotion of our show, I'm going to be launching a promo code on booking sessions with her. And she does in person and online, mainly online or over the phone. If you live far, just with like schedules and stuff, it's kind of more convenient that way. So we will have that promo code With every episode, it's going to be different. So be on the lookout for that. And that episode is just going to be amazing anyway. So you guys are definitely going to want to check it out. Be excited. It was my first time recording Thought Topic like on a professional set. I mean, not that my living room isn't like a beautiful, stunning set, but it was cool to like have an actual team helping me and like having... I don't know, more traction for my shows. So it just made me really excited for the future of that topic and where I'm going with the podcast, which will be coming in 2023. So that's exciting to announce. And then let's see. Hmm. Ooh, so more. Uh, I just, I guess maybe I'll tease this as well. We have new merch coming out soon. Uh, we've been designing some things. The last time I did a merch launch was in like summer of 2021. So it's a little overdue. But I want to make it like actually cute to wear, not just things that are like podcast, podcast merch. You know what I mean? And not that the first launch wasn't like that, but I just think that that topic can we like we did the first launch and now we're rebranding and I'm really excited for this like whole rebrand rollout. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just excited for that to come. So be on the lookout. Thought Topic merch is always available through my website, which is christiantsanchez.com slash the Thought Topic podcast. Okay, let's see what else. Mm, I think that's the only announcements I have other than, you know, today I'm excited to do a solo episode. It's been a little bit. Um, I've had a crazy, crazy time. By the time you're listening to this, Thanksgiving will pass. So I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. What am I doing for Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm spending it with Diani. Duh. I spent Thanksgiving. I try to spend Thanksgiving with her like every year. I think there's only one year I didn't so far since I've met her. But typically, like if I have to spend a holiday in New York, I typically spend it with her and her family. Plus, my boyfriend's coming. So I just I don't know. I love the holidays because it's a time that all the people I love can get together because it's literally like it typically goes Thanksgiving, my birthday, holiday parties in December or other sad birthdays I have to attend and then 
Christmas, Christmas Eve, New Year's. So December's a really busy month for me, like socially. And honestly, it should be because I just want to celebrate the year with the people I love or people just in my life, you know? Um, so I don't know. I hope everyone's feeling that energy as well. I feel like it's okay. I mean, I'm still trying to like work on my goals and, you know, always like progressing. But I also think this time of year is like good to just reflect and admire like everything you've accomplished this year, which is definitely the energy I've been feeling recently. So anyway, the topic for today is flop era, how to come back from a flop. And like I said, we'll get into that later. So yeah, I think this will be fun to get into because I, I, okay. The reason I want to do this today is because I feel like I've experienced flop eras. I might be in a flop era right now. I don't know, but I think it'll be helpful to kind of just dissect it and what that means. So anyway, um, first (laughs) I want to talk about some breaking news that happened recently. Before we get into the episode, I have to talk about this. A couple weeks ago, Pete Davidson was spotted with Emily Ratajkowski, Emrata, both people I've talked about on this podcast. And I, first of all, this is a podcast where I just constantly have to update, do updates, do coverage on Pete Davidson. I feel like it's my duty as a podcaster to do that like he just gives us good content he really fits the brand here and honestly like I used to have such like a crush on Pete Davidson and now instead it's just kind of like formed into I just love what he represents in celebrity culture like I don't even find him that attractive anymore like you know what I mean I feel like if he wasn't famous I don't know if he would be attractive to me but I think he's funny because as a girl who has always liked medium ugly men, (laughs) my boyfriend's going to get mad at me saying that. Actually, maybe he won't because it's something we joke about a lot. But anyway, I feel like as someone who has always liked medium ugly men, it's just funny to me that he's like a hot boy right now and like the hottest girls like him and that in the past couple years since he's gained like a lot of popularity and has dated A-listers. So many other girls are like, yes, I love medium ugly men. And it makes me pose the question, like, are men just ugly? Like, because honestly, even like men who are who are considered like conventionally attractive, like are not hot to me. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Okay, I also feel like this started. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I also feel like this started when I was young because I remember I was maybe like a junior in high school. I don't know if you guys know who the actor Eddie Redmayne is, but I used to have the biggest fucking crush and obsession with Eddie Redmayne because he was in the Les Mis movie. So I saw that and made that my entire personality when I was like 15. Embarrassing fact about me, actually, when I was 15, instead of having a a quince or quinceanera, because you know, Mexican, um, my mom gave me the choice. She was like, okay, you can have a quince or we can like use the money we would spend on a quince and we can get you like a special gift. And being like a little theater rich, I was like, I want to go see Les Mis. I was like, I'd rather just take the money. And my mom got me tickets to go see Les Mis, like the national tour. So fucking embarrassing. (laughs) But anyway, so I had this obsession with Les Mis and Eddie Redmayne. And I feel like that's where my love for like, kind of like ugly looking guys started like he's not ugly but he's ugly you know what I mean like people used to call him like trout mouth like just google a picture of him (laughs) and then just I don't know that's just stuck with me over time like I remember in height like 
in high school, I would tell people like, I think this guy is cute. And they would be like, really? You think he is cute? Like, I just have never been attracted to like the conventional stereotypical like man type. I don't know. That's just, that's just me, I guess. Um, I, okay. I feel like the most conventionally attractive celebrity I find attractive. Let me think about it. Maybe Bad Bunny. I, I, maybe I would say Bad Bunny. Benito, I, I think he's very hot. But also, I feel like people think conventionally attractive is just code for white. You know what I mean? Because I feel like for a celebrity to seem really hot, like if they're a person of color, they have to be like extraordinarily hot versus like a white average actor can be seen as hot. Like, I'm sorry, Paul Rudd, very charming, great actor, but like he was voted sexiest man alive, but on the people cover, I think it was. And it's like, guys, be, be honest. (laughs) Be, be, come on, be for real. Like that. No. (laughs) Anyway, back to my original point after going on a tangent jesus um so p and emrata were like spotted together and i just think it's so funny because they're both like recently ish single and a lot of people are like okay yeah it's pr but like if it's not pr i still love this for them you know what i mean because like emrata she i don't know she's just been in the news a lot this year probably because of her book and her divorce and all that shit but it just like makes sense like I feel like they would date and it's just like another coin or token I guess for Pete to be like look hot bitch is like the funny guy literally in episode one of thought topic that I ever did I said I would always rather fuck a funny guy than a hot guy because there's just something about like a man who can charm you with their like sense of humor and their like attitude that is just so much more attractive. So it's no surprise that Pete Davidson's roster is literally like Ariana Grande, fucking Kaya Gerber. Did he date her? I think he did. Kim Kardashian and now Emily Ratajkowski. Like it just makes sense. That's that's how I feel about that. Also, I made a TikTok about this, but they wore like matching dick appointment outfits. And I just feel like that's kind of like, ha ha. I feel like there have been times in Thought Topic where I talk about dick appointment outfits. And I feel like the right, like the right dick appointment outfit is like you're comfy, but you kind of look hot. Like you're wearing like a crop top and like sweatpants and like maybe you have a little mascara on. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, I'm effort- effortlessly hot. That's like, the vibe and I feel like Emily was giving that in the paparazzi photos of them together so makes sense but you know what it does make sense also if it is PR because like paparazzi don't just be chilling in New York you know what I mean like you don't rent like you don't see paparazzi out unless it's an event or like celebrities call them on them like call them on themselves like the photos of Kim Kardashian walking into Cipriani and Soho with her kids like obviously she called the paparazzi like i i literally walk past cipriani all the time like i work in soho there's not no paparazzi you're just hanging out you know what i mean so i don't know if you don't live in new york i just wanted to make that point for the people who don't know it's not like la let's see other celebrity news harry styles and olivia wilde also broke up and i want to talk about this because i feel like harry styles is doing post breakup right um i didn't hate their relationship i mean honestly i don't really like give much stake into celebrity relationships but i am a gossipy ass bitch so i like to pay attention to who's dating who and like what's going on and i just feel like 
I saw I saw this TikTok. I don't remember who made it, but people talking about how he like went to Mexico and he like bought a Ferrari and he's just like in his hot boy era. And as Harry Harry, I almost called him Harry Potter, as Harry Styles should. Because I just feel like I just feel like even if the breakup is mutual, there's still like sadness because it's just like, damn, I'm not going to see this person I got used to seeing every day. So you have to do like self-care, hot boy, hot girl shit, whatever. You know what I mean? Like any breakup I've ever had post breakup, I go on, I go out and go shopping or I change my hair up. I know people say not to do that, but it typically works in my favor so I don't know, a risk it all. <laughs> so, and then people are saying that maybe him and Kendall will get back together because Kendall also broke up with her man, Devin Booker, I think is his name. I don't know. I don't know anything about basketball. Yeah. So how do we feel about that? I feel like I was not obsessed with Harry Styles or celebrities really when him and Kendall dated. But I did see the photos of them like caking on a boat or a yacht or some shit. And it did look hot. Like they were like really booed up. So I don't know. And she was spotted at his concert recently. So maybe. Anyway, so that's enough uh, celebrity tea. Um, let me know what you guys think. Do you like medium ugly men? What do you think about Harry and Kendall? What do you think about celebrities breaking up? Is it convenient that they're breaking up like around Christmas time? Maybe it is convenient. Like, cause then are celebrities like us to where they have breakups before the holidays? Cause they don't want to buy someone a gift that they don't like that much. Let me know what you think. That's what I think. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> All right, Thotty. So, um, let's get into the main topic for today, which is what is a flop era also slash how to come back from a flop era so let's just get into it um let's see so obviously this is internet terminology people say this on tiktok a lot i don't really know the origin i couldn't find a lot on that um but i just want to talk i want to dissect this real quick because i feel like there's a deeper meaning here so let's see <clears throat> what is a flop era? According to the internet, a flop era is when something you're doing slash working on just isn't, it just isn't it. It's like, it's just not hitting the right way or it's just not quote a slay. You know, I, I think a good example of this is like when a celebrity or a, a musician le releases an album and it just doesn't do well. Like people just aren't that excited about it. For example, Drake and 21 Savage. Is it a flop? Maybe. In my opinion, kind of. I, I like both those artists. I've liked both the their music in the past, but this one just wasn't doing it for me. Maybe because they were shady to Meg The Stallion. I don't know. But anyway, that's an example of a flop. Or, oh, 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 okay. I don't think personally this was a flop, but this was like, a flop according to the internet people didn't like jack harlow's album i think come home the kids miss you or something that one that was released in spring of this year a lot of people thought it was a flop i'm a simp for jack harlow so i didn't think it was a flop but i get it because it wasn't it wasn't what everyone was expecting it wasn't like as amazing as maybe people think it could have been slash should be you know so you know, I, I feel like this also applies to the, you know, an everyday person. It's not just celebrities. Like a flop could be, you know, you wore an outfit 
and you thought it, you were going to get a lot of compliments on it and no one really said anything, then you're like, damn, maybe that outfit's not as good as I thought it was going to be, you know? So it's just something that it's not necessarily a bad thing, I think, which I'll elaborate on, but it's just something that just doesn't hit right. You know what I mean? So I guess it could be deemed as mediocre, which is why I say it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like maybe it's just not memorable. Maybe it's just not as exciting. Maybe you are just so like awesome. Maybe you're just so good at exceeding everyone's expectations that when you do something that's kind of meh, people are like, mm, flop. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm trying to think of another example of a flop. Ooh, I have a personal flop for you guys. Okay, remember how I just said I dye my hair a lot after breakups? I don't know what it was, but 2021 was the year I was like, I'm gonna try every hairstyle, every color, whatever. Like I always just had long brown hair and yeah, last year I was like, I'm gonna do every hair color. So a bop would be like the pink hair I had. Everyone loved it. I got compliments on it all the time. Like it was really cute, really fun vibe. I like totally leaned into it. Um, I would say a flop for me would be when I dyed it black and then tried to get bangs, but then they weren't really bangs. It's not that the hairstylist did a bad job. I just like wasn't, it wasn't as big of a, a hit as I wanted it to be. You know what I mean? And I remember people kept saying to me, like after I dyed my hair black, they were like, oh, I really liked your pink hair though. And I was so mad. I was like, okay, well, this is a new era. This is a sleigh. So come on, like, <laughs> let's like it. You know what I mean? So it can be something like that. The black hair grew on me like it was cute. And now when I look back at it, like, or when people look back at it, they're like, actually, that was kind of a sleigh. Like that was actually kind of a hit. But that era has passed, you know? So it could be like a fashion moment. It could be like a style moment. It could, like, it It just can be anything. Um, my mom, <laughs> shout out, my mom. I feel like a good example is my mom will do, she's really into home decor. Actually, she's like, very into it like she does styling for the company she works for she does um like mommy blogs about home decor like her whole she has a ton of instagram followers and it's all because she like posts about home decorations and my mom will be like yeah my christmas decorations this year they were just not it you know what i mean and she'll just like describe it and i'm like oh so it was a flop era <laughs> and she's like uh yeah sure anyway so these are just like I said, examples. So why why am I bringing this up? Well, one, I keep seeing this trend on TikTok that everyone's doing, and it's about like their eras of 2022, and they're just posting pictures from like different seasons or eras of this past year. I'm gonna post one soon. I might do one for 2021 too because that was funny, and I just think it's important to know, especially with like social media and everything, that not everything is gonna be a, a win. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, we're talking about this in a funny, silly little way, like bob or flop, but in a more serious context, I think, we can apply this to our attitude about life in general because I feel like we constantly feel pressure to be our best selves 100% of the time. And like, sometimes you just have to like, as corny as it sounds, do your fucking best, you know what I mean? And it's not... The thing is about doing your best, it's not always gonna be a hit. It's not always gonna be the most amazing, memorable time in your life. Like maybe it's just gonna be a fucking filler episode. I keep making a joke to 
one of my friends that like 2022 has felt like kind of a filler episode in my life and not in a bad way, but like just because a lot of good things happened in my personal life, but in like my career, it was just kind of like chilling. Like I booked little gigs here and there, but nothing like big happened, you know? Um, <laughs> so is flopping bad? Yes or no? Yes and no, depending how you look at it. So like I said, not everything is gonna be a hit all the time and that's okay. Not every moment of your life, phase of your life, year of your life is gonna be the best year, the best day, the best moment in your life. Like you have to have bad moments to have good moments, right? Which is why, going back to the title, I say in order to bob, you first must flop. Make sense? Like, it, it's like the saying, to have highs, you have to have lows. You know what I mean? To have achievements, you have to have failures. To have success, you have to have failures, right, right? So uh, um, just because something isn't successful immediately, it doesn't mean you shouldn't keep trying. It doesn't mean you should feel discouraged. You know, like, part of the reason I'm thinking about this is going back to Emily Ratajkowski. She has a new podcast now, and while I don't, know completely how I feel about her I do like some of the content she puts out like yes do I feel like some of her feminist takes are a little lukewarm yeah that's fair some of my feminist takes are lukewarm you know what I mean like I don't see her necessarily as a feminist icon but I don't think she puts out like bad content so anyway I was listening to her new podcast and she was interviewing Z-Way who is like a internet tv personality kind of she has like a talk show where and it's like a this satirical talk show that's like super pink and feminine and she interviews people and celebrities and asks them like really uncomfortable questions and i've only seen like a couple episodes of the show like sometimes she has drag queens on that i like and i've watched those episodes and then sometimes she'll have like controversial guests on and it's funny because when i was listening to this episode of emily's podcast in her interview with Z-Way, she was talking to her about like, oh, like how did you come to have the show, to forming these types of interviews? Like where did this come from? And Z-Way was talking about how basically she used to do this on Instagram Live and it would just be like friends or people she knows that listen to her show or like listen to her Instagram Lives to like build her audience to be funny, right? And she would like do a similar type of show on her Instagram. And then eventually she started like trying to book shows for herself. And she was talking about how in the process of becoming like this personality, this performance artist that she was like, yeah, I had to really invest a lot of money into my failures, which I thought was like a really interesting thing to think about because for me personally, I've had a hard time. Like I am honestly kind of a frugal person. Like I don't, it's hard for me. Maybe it's, you know, financial trauma growing up, but it's really always been hard for me to invest a large sum of money at once. Like if I do that, I have to really think about it. You know what I mean? Like I don't just spend, like I'll spend a little bit here and there, but when it comes to like spending big money on things that could help me or help my business or help my future, I have to like really think about it and do my research, which obviously you should, but it's like, it like, I feel like, like I'm in a chokehold or like I'm nervous too, because it's like, you know, a big commitment, a big investment. And I just thought it was funny she said that because I was like, wow, she really had to invest in her failures first and learn from her failures in order to have successes. Like now she has a show, 
named after herself on Showtime. And she has like big celebrities come on. She's like been able to build her network from a show she started from her Instagram live at home in Bushwick. Like, to, I, I mean, not to sound like prolific or arrogant or anything, but I, I feel like sometimes that's what I'm doing. You know, like I have a, a humble following with that topic, but it's always growing. Like I always am getting new listeners and it's, con- it's consistent. And I just really thought to myself like, wow, that is what it takes. I, I feel like that, that put a new perspective in my brain on like how to achieve what you want out of life. And so, yeah, so I'm joking around saying like, oh, in order to flop, in order to bop, you must flop. But it's really true. Like in order to succeed, you really have to be okay with like failing. You really have to be okay with not having it all figured out and like learning as you go. Making a podcast or learning about content creation is something like, you know, is really hard to not feel embarrassed about. You know what I mean? Like, because I want to be at a certain level in my life, I have to be okay with just putting content out. And, it, you know, that's a that's a hard thing to get over. I mean, yeah, like, eventually I do it. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm here and why you're listening to this. But I just think it's funny because, like, if I let that stop me, I would not be able to be on the path of my success. I would not be able to be on the path of success. I would not be able to move forward with the things that I want. And it's just something that's really been on my mind recently, which is why I wanted to do this whole episode because I feel like in order for me to like achieve what I want to achieve, I have to be okay with being uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And I think that that's a big lesson a lot of people can learn and uh, you can apply it to so many different things. Like, you know, when you think about the world we live in and uh, let's say, you know, there's a job you want to apply for, but you don't have the credentials to like, you know, I- I've been in that position before and I've been like, mm, I don't totally have the credentials to do this, but I'm going to apply anyway. Or I don't totally know how to do that, but I'm going to apply anyway and I'll just figure it out. Like sometimes that speaks to people more than maybe someone who's the most qualified doing it, who comes in and is like, yeah, I can do this easy, no problem. You know what I mean? So I guess the overall message or the overall thought tip I wanna share with you guys is don't be afraid to try something just because you're gonna fail. Like just let yourself fail and learn from it. You know, like it's one thing if you fail and then you keep doing the same thing to fail over and over. But if you fail, you learn from it, you tweak it, and you come back to it, there's no shame in that whatsoever. It's just gonna bring you closer to what you really want. And so I I don't know, I just hope that speaks to you guys, especially, like I said, we're heading into the holiday months, we're heading into the new year. This is a time where people reflect on the year and they also start planning for the year coming up, like, okay, what do I wanna achieve? What do I wanna accomplish? That's something I've really been applying to my content recently, applying to uh, my podcast. Like I just have few, I, recently I've just been feeling more business focused and inspired than I ever have. I just feel like, you know, I've been doing this for a little bit now. I'm still figuring it out. It's taking time, but I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with the pace I'm going at, you know? And I feel like some people, they want to rush the flop era. They want to just move on to the success, but that's not what it's about. That's not how you really learn. Because then when you have success, if you come up with other trials, then you're going to know how to deal with them because it was a journey. You know, I feel like 
this is a little bit of a tangent, but I also think that's why people feel frustrated with nepotism babies. That's a big thing in the news right now. Like, okay, if you guys haven't heard about this, um, Lily Rose Depp, Johnny Depp's daughter, she has been in the news recently because she did this interview talking about how she didn't get the opportunity she got because of who her parents are or the connections they have. She just got them from working hard. And a lot of people thought her response to that was tone deaf because they're like, I mean, yes, no one's saying you don't work hard, but you had an unfair advantage. Like you had an advantage that most people don't have and you should recognize that. And I feel like that's where the pride comes in and working hard to achieve what you want is like, because when you have really like sacrificed a lot and you've learned from mistakes and you've experienced failure in like a really dramatic kind of way, it makes you more hungry. And then when you get it, it makes it taste even better. You know what I mean? It makes it taste even sweeter. So I don't know. I feel like for me and the journey I'm on with my content creating and with my creative work, with being an actor, with being with doing anything that I want to do, I feel like I've really had to grow as a person for my business to grow. And now that I've realized that, it's making me reflect on the failures or mistakes that I've made and how to grow from that. So I don't know, guys. I just think this is something to keep in mind moving forward. And like I said, you have to flop before you can bop to the top. Little High School Musical reference there for you. (laughs) So thought tip, remember, try something new. And even if it's a flop, keep trying new things. All right, y'all. So let's wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I know it was a little tangenty, but I love having solo episodes where I can just, you know, share my thoughts, share things I'm curious about, share things that have been on my mind, you know, because I think it's something that we can all relate to. I feel like a lot of the people who listen to my show have things that they're working on, like have goals that they're working towards. And if no one has told you, like, you know, to keep going. This is your sign right now to just, to just do it. So anyway, thank you guys. I always love, love, love the support and I love your feedback and I so appreciate it. So like I said, let's wrap up the show with thought anthem of the week. Everybody knows a thought anthem is a song that makes you feel sexy, empowered, strong, uh, like a womanizer. Like you can do fucking anything. So my thought anthem for this week I had to do it, guys. I had to pick a Dua Lipa song. I really almost said Dula Peep. I don't know what is up with my brain today. <laughs> I almost said Dula Peep. I had to pick a Dua Lipa song. This weekend is my birthday. I love Dua Lipa, and I just feel like it's what it doesn't get more Christian birthday vibes than picking a Dua Lipa song. So my thought anthem of the week is Love Again by Dua Lipa. It's one of my fave songs by her. There's a lot of like fun disco house remixes to it. So if you're into that type of music, check that out. But yeah, love again. It's kind of, it kind of goes with the theme today too, I think, because the song is all about like, you know, being so heartbroken, you never think you're going to fall in love again. You're kind of scared too, but then you find someone that's just like so mesmerizing that it like, and like it overtakes you and then it makes you want to try again. And I feel like, you know, that kind of goes with the episode today of keep going, keep trying to achieve your dreams. Okay. Now I sound like the inside of a Snapple cap. So (laughs) 
at risk of sounding more corny, I'm just going to wrap it up. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you like this episode of Thought Topic, make sure to share it with a friend, leave a review, and rate us five stars. If you listen to us on Spotify, please, please, please fill out the survey at the end. There's a little Q&A that says how you like this episode. So it's really cute, really fun. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. If you guys want to follow me, you can follow me at Christian Like Dior with two R's on Instagram and Christian Like Dior the regular way on TikTok. If you like the thought topic and want to stay updated, make sure you follow us at the thought topic and there's a zero in thoughts. And that is on Instagram and Twitter and now TikTok. So you guys will be seeing videos on TikTok of me talking into this microphone. So thank you guys so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. Be grateful this weekend. Keep going. You can do whatever you want and you can have whatever you want out of this life. So I love you and I will see you all next time. Mwah.